Welcome to Factum Agri, dedicated to the primary industry. Each week, I talk with farmers and producers, industry and policymakers to hear their stories and expert opinions on matters relevant to both our rural and our urban communities. Over recent months, I've been talking about many things, and of course, one of those things is farmers knowing their number, which is understanding their emissions. Beef and Lamb have just released their greenhouse gas calculator, which is something that has been in the works for some time, and something that has been discussed on this show regularly. I will be getting into this further in the coming weeks, but farmers, head over to the Beef and Lamb website and take a look at the calculator, as it's something you should engage with. More on that in the coming weeks. This week, I have Rachel Halder from Thriving Southland back on the show to find out how things are getting on in the deep south. Let's check in with her now. Hello, Rachel. Thank you for your time today. Hi, Angus. No worries. My pleasure. For those that missed the last time you were on the show, please, can you tell me about the work that you do? Yeah, awesome. So um, I am very lucky and I work for an incorporated society called Thriving Southland. So a bit of a new initiative. A few farmers got together a couple of years ago and saw that the catchment group model was really awesome. And they wanted to make sure that we had a really good avenue for, you know, adopting and adapting to positive change on the ground. So I am the senior catchment coordinator for Thriving Southland and I look after the catchment coordinator team and also the Aparima catchment groups that make up ACE. Tell me about the ACE project. What's it all about? So ACE itself has been around for a while. So ACE stands for Aparima Community Environment and it is the six Aparima catchment groups, upper, mid, lower Aparima, Waimatuku, Oropuki and the Porokino. And so these ACE groups, uh, you know, come together and they apply to Thriving Southland for a three-year community project. And the project's about, you know, looking from headwaters to estuary, all of the sort of change that's happening on the ground. So it's got a lot of sort of different work streams involved in it. Mm. All work streams are farm environmental plans. So just looking at getting a bit of an ACE standard going, trying to support the Aparima catchments and the Aparima farmers who all get farm plan. And, you know, a bit of a different approach to it and support um, around getting it, making it a living document. The next work stream is about future farming systems. So using, you know, models, technology, scoping, to look at, you know, when the rules sort of come, when the limits are here, you know, what options do we actually have and what levers do we have to pull? So they've got some uh, demo farms, some scoping farms that they're looking to apply all these models on and then roll those out through workshops and knowledge. Same too, they've got a third work stream, which is sediment traps. So they're building a library or, or probably not a library isn't the right word, but... um. Mm-hmm. They're building a, a network of sediment traps in the Aparima catchment and they're documenting it from, you know, through concept all the way through to, you know, scooping out the sediment at the end of a couple of years and showing people, you know, what it looks like, did they need a consent, how did they start, how were they designed, what did it cost? So people can go, oh, right, awesome, this is what I need. Here's a bunch of sediment traps I can look at and see what's going to best suit me. And then the third work stream is uh, the water work stream, we're sort of calling it. So stream walks and water testing. We're getting people into their local streams and really sort of getting an understanding as to what's in their water. 
using citizen science, microinvertebrate testing, habitat assessments, and then also just alongside the regional council, we've added in some new water sampling sites and just building a bit of a journey through water testing and what that looks like. Mm. In summary, it's huge. The project's massive, all farmer-led and farmer-driven. All the little work streams have working groups that are making each of the projects more and more relevant and bigger. And, you know, we're documenting it all through our website, which is awesome. Yeah, fantastic. And what are the origins or the history of ACE? So ACE is sort of the first of its kind, you could say. Uh, ACE is the first FMU, so that's the Regional Council sort of freshwater management unit language. The first river to come together from headwaters to estuary. And, you know, they came about after a few conversations saying, you know, there's no point us all tackling these big problems on our own when we could be having this conversation and see, you know, what it looks like on this river scale, what change could, you know, be achieved. So Aspects had a few projects in the past and, you know, they've done some good surveys and recording data, so documenting, you know, who actually is land holdings. Uh, who has land holdings in ACE, um, who, who's doing what, what's doing what, what stakeholders have got sort of resources and projects on the go within Aparima, and more or less having that collaborative approach to change. So just being that farmer voice about what next and who to go to. Mm. Now, it sounds like the Aparima catchment groups are very motivated and active. How did the Future Farming Expo come about? So the Future Farming Expo was a part of that Future Farming Systems work stream. And we sort of thought, you know, these big conferences like Side and Bone Grow are amazing. And there is so much happening out there in the world. Why can't we just bring it to little old Aparima and, you know, to Riverton, to Atarau, to Mosman? Mm. So we landed with Atarau as the middle sort of catchment of the Aparima. And we thought, you know, what do people want to learn about? What do people want to showcase? So it didn't take long. We had a few ideas and we had a hell of a lot of speakers. And we thought, my gosh, there is some cool work being done out there in this space around, you know, efficiency, sustainability, technology, futuristic. You know, we got the innovation and the ag tech from the UK to zoom in and talk to us about their virtual reality that they're building. Mm. You, know, you can walk into a herd of cows and you can see all their little numbers pop up and you've basically got a moving computer with you as you're walking through the cows. So mm. it was all about the what else and the what more and the, you know, what else is happening? What are the companies investing in? What are people doing that's super exciting? And you know, something to be motivated to look forward to, I guess. Can you tell me what the engagement is like with the ACE project? Are farmers jumping on board? We are. We're seeing engagement, like, grow as we get these work streams off the ground. So a big part of the project is that it's not all just one thing. You know, we're coming at it from a lot of different angles, and the idea is that, you know, there's something for everybody. So... I talked about how we have work stream uh, work, work leaders sort of thing. So we've got like a working group for each work stream. Mm. And each of those working groups is made up of a bunch of farmers plus some support from stakeholders. And this is allowing, you know, people to sort of reach out to their communities and their neighbours and bring them on individually as such and then hold our community events and draw in big numbers because we've been able to get that on the ground buy-in. And the project is 
obviously funded so we're just asking that people you know get involved and if there's mm. something that they mm. want to do or there's something that they're excited about let us know and we'll try and make it work yeah so what are their drivers for being involved so the drivers are that you know information is power knowledge is power and we are learning so much in this space and it is the whole community it's you know about acknowledging that the solutions are ours to own and you know, if you want to be a part of the movement as such, that sounds mm. kind of terrible, but, um, <laughs> you know, if you, if you want to be a part of this what next and yeah. if you want to say yeah. something and you want to be, you know, you've got an idea, let us know. And that's that's the direction it will go. You know, it's about having your say and now we've got the resources and the capacity to actually put ideas into action from that ground up approach. So, you know, why be involved? It's have your say and maybe, you know, get your idea off the ground and see if it works. Mm. Are there any measurables yet from the program? Yep. So the project, uh, obviously being a, a funded a funded project, we have a lot of measurables that we have to deliver on. So, you know, each of these each of these work streams has different deliverables and measurables. So, you know, from the A Streamwalk side of things, engagement was the main driver, getting people in the stream, getting people to actually just use the language, you know, what does MCI mean, microinvertebrate stuff, what does rabbit habitat assessment involve, and how does that work? So the work stream of, you know, water testing and streamwalks was about engagement, getting each of our catchment groups to have an event and get new faces along. Sediment traps is about building the sediment traps, you know, getting that network going and documenting how each of those sediment is building. Mm. Farm plan work stream is about you know, getting more farm plans, getting farm plans alive, getting them to be more than just a piece of paper that the box as such. And that future farm systems one is about bringing more through the Aparima catchment, bringing information, bringing solutions, and understanding what mitigation options we have. So, the, the project itself has a lot of measurables, um, but they're all sort of broken down into each of our work streams. Catchment groups are not just about farmers, but the whole community. And we talked a bit about this last time. Are there synergies between the various groups that make up the ACE project? And does everyone want the same outcomes? Yeah, no, great question. Catchment groups are about communities. They're about, you know, making sure that in 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 years, mm they're a great place to live, that we have jobs, that we have a safe place, that we have a healthy place to come back to, that our families and our friends are proud of, you know, that sort of social buy-in as such. So there is loads of synergies going on because that is sort of the ultimate goal, but breaking them down into where people's priorities and, you know, interests lie differs, and that's when hey that's cool that's what catchment groups are all about they're about owning and being personalized to each individual area and each individual catchment but you know with the overall goal being similar for most this you know the links are hard to miss and so that's been you know the Aparima catchment and ACE are sort of leading the way at Southland at the moment but we've got all of the other groups around Southland making some big inroads and they're super excited to you know get involved in what ACE is doing and sort of have a look and look at their learnings but also blaze a trail of their own so it's just different for everybody Mm. and it can be what they want to make it and that's where Thriving Southland's here to enable and support those guys um, in those groups and make their dreams come true, hopefully. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty cool what you're doing down there, Rachel. It's a fantastic program. And look, uh, thank you again for having a chat with me today. Hey, my pleasure. I've got heaps to say, and I just it's very exciting. And you know, if people do hear this and they want to get involved, you know, we'd love to hear from you. And each of the groups is sort of led and managed by a different bunch of bunch of community members and landholders and farmers. But easy to find out who that is by jumping on our website, thrivingsouthland.co.nz, and you'll see under catchment groups the contact details for different groups. And uh, yeah, and if you're just interested in any events or anything, same place you can find out all the upcoming events. And uh, obviously, Facebook has loads of cool information and pictures and uh, events of what we've been up to and what's happening out there. Just on the events, what have you got in the very near future coming up? Cool. So uh, at the moment, it's a we're in a bit of a hard space as you know we're we're in winter, so yeah, we're sure. actually holding a field field day right now. So Laura right. Riti is a is a brand new captain group, and they're just kicking off with a, a wintering field day, which is awesome. Uh, Orapuki is going to be having a wintering field day, uh, not next week, week after, which is awesome. Uh, and then we have sort of a range of events in the between the domes they've got an event happening uh the wire has got a couple of events happening so there is a lot um sorry hard to always list them all so the website has all of the up-to-date information dates times and just yeah if you need to rsvp obviously really important for catering purposes and some of the venues we go to aren't exactly uh normal so they kind of can be sometimes small so we encourage people to get all their seat by letting us know you're coming Fantastic. Hey, thanks again, Rachel. No problem. Thank you to Rachel for her time. Like many groups throughout the country, Thriving Southland is doing great things. Southland farmers have united to tackle water quality issues in the Aparima catchment. They are encouraging good farming practice principles on all 600 properties in the catchment. They have one aim, which is to enhance water quality for future generations for the entire community to enjoy. This large-scale project involves farmers, farm managers, the community and scientists. They are working together to identify, implement and track environmental actions across a wide range of farming properties and land uses. Through modelling and monitoring, the actions of every farm plan will be linked to water quality outcomes. A key focus for the group will be applying good farming practice principles for planting and feeding winter crops. This includes taking steps to reduce surface runoff, for example. Farmers will choose their crop paddock wisely, identify low-lying areas in the paddock, and leave these in grass or graze through the area quickly to reduce pugging and overland flow of sediment into waterways. All these positive actions being taken by farmers are significant and will actually make a difference. They should be commended for their actions. And don't forget, they are making these positive changes all the while continuing on with their daily farm duties. Whilst environmental sustainability is important, their businesses need to be sustainable also. And to be quite honest, without our farmers, New Zealand right at this moment would not be in great shape. Head over to thrivingsouthland.co.nz and check them out. That's all from me this week. Thank you for listening and catch you next time on Factum Agri.